Hello, my friend. I hope you and your loved ones are doing well. Welcome back to A Fly Story. This is part five of five. We have reached the end. Oh my goodness. Look at that. Look how fast time flies. I hope that you've been able to get a chance to check out the other four parts just because this part is going to be a nice way to just wrap things up with a bit of advice and tidbits from the students because I think every journey deserves to end on like a you know where where can we go from here or like what are some words of wisdom that you can pass down to anyone who's listening whether they be a fly student or not right so that's what this part's going to entail and to begin it I actually had a question I thought it was a good brain teaser to just ask given everything we've heard what are ways in which Colombian Barnard can implement this more I guess inclusive feel to their campus right what are things they can do to make you feel more welcome or make you feel like you belong immerse your students into the space of of letting them believe that they're worth it the moment they're stepping into your your place your whether that's your building your palace or whatever the way how you want to you know showcase your university or your institution as let them know the way how they came into this university is not because of some you know random student taking pity on them or like a random like professor looking at them is like okay this person would be a really good example of our diversity and inclusion initiatives for our donors like don't don't do that what rochester did um was immediately on the spot they were like who is a christian here and it is kind of putting you on the spot. You know, there's some students who feel uncomfortable. There's some students who don't know what that means because a lot, there's the Persian definition and Lincoln definition is very variable. It's very multiplicitous. You know, there's a lot of, you know, layers to that sort of definition. But when when they did that for a forum, they were like, the, the first thing that they said is like, you're here because we need you. And not, you need us. And I was like, wait a second. Huh? Like, what does that mean? Like, I, I thought I'm here because I need a degree. Like, I need this sort of like bachelor's degree to like, you know, go to and like whatever the definition of whatever capitalism considers to be successful or whatnot. You know, like the sort of like mindset that's like inculcating to us. But when they said like, what I was like, wait, what? Like the institution need people like us? Like, wait, what, what does that mean? Like, huh? What was like what's that? Am I like I do I belong here? Do I truly belong here? Like it, it seems like an like an affirmation that I belong here. And then they 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 kind of walk their talk, you know. They were like, you know, here are some programs that we have. You know, if you identify as a fly student, you know, tomorrow we'll be holding our first forum and our first event in understanding what's it like to be a first year student. You will be hearing students from Rochester, Rochester alumni, people who look like you. They're going to be here just sitting down and having a very candid conversation of what you should be doing the moment you step into college. And then there were like, you know, professors sitting there. There were, you know, like alums, um, you know, current students. And the fact that they're giving us this sort of rundown, but also being authentic and frank about their own experiences, that honestly got me to be a little more confident of, you know, walking around Rochester and saying that, you know, it's not like I own this place, but you know, it's like it's like the sort of thing uh, for um, interviews, for internships. It's like not, not not only are they interviewing you, but you're also interviewing them. That sort of immersion really, really, really helped me in just you know being very candid with my professors. 
And it really shows you that you don't have to adopt the facade. You don't have to, you know, fake your own experiences. You can just use your experiences as your own guiding compass because your values, your experiences, your feelings, your emotions, they are as much as legitimate as a person who came from Princeton, Stanford, Harvard. And I think that's what I think Kwame needs to do to bring that sort of narrative into the forefront to make students feel that they are also the policymakers of the institution, that they are also the sort of advocates for their own selves, for their own narratives. Because just because you're going to invite these students into the campus doesn't mean that you can put like an oppressive pole to their necks and be like, yeah, you can walk around, but the moment we like you say something, you're silenced. Yeah, I mean, there's always that, right? There's always different ways in which they can do programming. I feel like to be inclusive on this campus or any campus really, but I'll stick to this campus because this is what I know. This is the context in which we're talking in. It takes an effort from everybody. It's not just admin saying one thing and then faculty doing something else. It's not just, you know, students trying one thing, but then when you're in a classroom, it's an entirely different story. It takes an effort from every single component that makes up the very institution that we're in. And so I feel that that's going to be, it's a conversation that that I didn't start the conversation and I don't think we're going to end the conversation anytime soon. It's an ongoing one. And hopefully there are some takeaways long-term and we could come back to this and be like, oh yeah, I remember a time when this was an issue where people didn't feel like they belonged. How do you, how do you remedy that? I'm not sure, but I definitely do like to ask the question because I'm a problem solver at heart. Moving forward, though, I think, once again, a great way to wrap us up is to get some tidbits from everybody. So in the next series of responses, you're just going to hear everyone's take when I asked for any fly student or any college student in general, to be honest. So what's your advice? I'd say, like, don't give up on yourself. Yeah, I think there have been plenty of times when I, like, was not seeing my value. And so I would do things like, whether it's keeping my Barnard acceptance, or I would just be really direct with the people around me and say, listen, like, I'm going through a rough time. Please be extra nice to me. I'm extra delicate these few weeks. Um, For whatever reason, maybe I'm, like, the self-esteem is just not there. This I wouldn't say self-esteem, the self-confidence. Um, Sometimes it's waning. I remember one time I went to a friend and I was just like, yeah, like, I really don't think I could do this. Like, I'm just honestly starting to lose belief in myself, like not believe in myself anymore. And she said something along the lines to me of like, yeah, like I could definitely motivate you. But at the end of the day, like it has to come from within, like you have to figure out why you're doing what you're doing. And like, you have to believe in you. Because at some point, like, you, like, sometimes you might find yourself being the only ones who, like, see your vision or whatever it is. Um, And that's okay. But, like, don't give up on yourself. Even if you are not seeing it, like, for example, maybe I would, there are moments when I'm just like, yeah, I really don't think I could do this medical school thing. I'm just like, for some reason, two months ago felt like she was that bitch and she could go to medical school. So trust in that bitch because she must have known why 
like she was adequate for this position for 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 this position to apply for this job to go to the school to to achieve this goal however abstract or however large it may be don't give up on yourself i would say i have two different advice like two different things to say um to any fly student one like like i don't know whatever classes you may be but i would say specifically and especially in stem like make friends in your class like make form a group with other students and work on the problems together like i think i learned that too late especially like in computer science like you really like you can really like get like tip tips and advice from other people on just like your programs and my math classes is really like i was like stuck on a problem which like i could have probably asked somebody and like i would say forming like friends and like groups is it's just like it feels more like relaxed than like seeking help from the TAs or the professor but if like if you're not comfortable speaking with other people like really really make use of office hours like oh my gosh like please go to office hours like it changed my life and when you go to office hours ask questions <laughs> because <laughs> you go to office hours and you don't ask questions it's not gonna help um, I guess that's like advice for me but my second thing is um get a credit card literally um you start building credit like like yeah like have someone like seek advice from someone who has a credit card like don't overspend be responsible with it but start building credit i think my first tip of advice would definitely be find ways to take care of yourself and ask for help when you need it like and like asking for help is a form of self-help or self-care um I think that's something I really needed to hear as a first year. Um, but also knowing that it's okay to not be okay. Um, and this is like, and like another thing that I think I really wish someone would have told me is just like, just because you have perfect grades or just because you feel like academically you're amazing doesn't mean you, your whole self, are perfect or amazing. Um, or even if, if it's the opposite side, like even if you don't have good grades that doesn't define you and your whole self or like not good I think just being able to see yourself outside of academics um just because I think as a first year that's a really hard thing for college students to like do like you're not defined by your grades um you're defined like literally like how you feel like how are you doing and like be honest with yourself because I think I wasn't honest with myself and that's why I was just so, like, severely depressed when I was, like, first year. Because it's, like, everyone was, like, oh, you have great grades. Like, you're doing fine. And I'm, like, but I'm not. <laughs> like, so why do I feel like this? And it's just, like, and then also, like, I think, like, because that happened to me, like, it made me feel like my grades define me even more because I'm, like, if I have great grades, then I'm great. But I'm, like, no. Like, that's not true. And, like, that goes both ways, I think. Like, your grades literally do not define you. Like, what you major in does not define you. Like, your career is not going to define you. Like, you know, like, any any like Brandon does not define you it's like you literally are your own person like outside of all of this I think I would go back to what I said about what I had learned freshman year and I would definitely say that it is vital 
it is necessary and it'll be like of the biggest use to you if you as an individual remind yourself of the things that you have access to remind yourself of your capabilities your abilities and your strengths um, and use that to your advantage in whatever challenge you have to face in life um, and from there you'll be okay like at the end of the day really I honestly believe that at the end of the day everything is going to work out um, in the way that it's meant to whether you can recognize that in that moment or not everything's going to be okay as long as you I don't know I guess I, this I guess this is like hacking but like remembering who you are <laughs> like honestly remembering who you are using that to using that to your advantage and it'll all work out you know you have to sometimes you do have to ponder on the things that you don't have but at the end of the day you should always end up reminding yourself of what you do I think like you said I at some point finding pride in our identities and um, not being afraid to ask for help or being transparent with the people around you, um, especially I've learned that with my friends. Like, like, oh my gosh, let's go, blah, blah, blah. Hang out in the city, explore, get some dinner, watch a movie. I'm like, yo, <laughs> that sounds like a lot of money spending. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, there have been times when I didn't have money in my bank account at all at school. And I was like, fuck, like... I don't know how I'm going to pay for the subway if we go out somewhere. Like, I just think being transparent about it. And if your friends don't understand, like, (laughs) are they your friends? (laughs) Yeah. So I think, and even being transparent with my professors, like I said earlier, and like being okay with not using your fly identity, but kind of accepting your fly identity and the way that it might affect even your schoolwork and the way that you are active on campus, I think that's huge. Um, And like I said before, finding a job that you really love because it'll make you less resentful about going to it and actually look forward to it (laughs) instead of bitterly walking there and being like, I could be out with my friends or like doing my work that was due a day ago. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm excited to go tutor a student that is also low income and who will be in my shoes one day. So It's cool to see that happening, but. It's hard to give like all overtly generalized advice. Obviously it's like like situationally different what um, each person needs, but I feel like I think one advice that I would give that may be applicable to everyone is that like no matter how much like how much you like measure yourself from academics that's not true that's not your whole worth you know like you are you're this person who's like funny like relatable you have friends and like um like if you're if you're like me like you have a family who like depends on you for like stability and stuff like that and like support and so like even though you're here to get your education and you're not getting it right the first time you shouldn't like 
put yourself down just because like you feel like you're not measuring up to that standard because that standard is is like it's a construct made by like privileged people way back when (laughs) when how old are these institutions who knows and like the fact that these constructs aren't changing you can't blame it on yourself it's very it's very hard to like it shouldn't we shouldn't place the blame on ourselves and um i think these institutions need to take take responsibility for like the harm that they're doing by making everything so like one trap minded you know yeah i don't know if that made sense Advice would probably be um, don't be afraid to take ownership of your fly identity because it's also very important because we're really not just impacting yourself. And when you take your ownership, your identity, and you're holding administrators and other people accountable for their actions or like what they promised you that they would give you. And they if they don't give you, you should hold them responsible because um, whatever you do, it's going to impact other fly students on campus as well as the people who are like, coming after you if that makes sense like you're literally supposed to open the door for like people who are coming after you rather than like just shutting the door or not even bothering like building that bridge or trying to open that door you know what I mean if you think you have the keys that you're able to hold administrators accountable and get them to provide better resources for fly students to have better experiences in the future for your college or even in your workplace or extracurriculars or whatever um, that's going to be very very impactful for other people who are going to be in your positions in the future or are currently in your positions right now wow um i think i would like to use the words of my um, selfish hallmate that I had at Rochester and that I still use to this day because it's just so good. It's basically like, if you want stuff to happen, manifest it. Manifest it through your own affirmation. Manifest it by running it down. Manifest it by just thinking about it as if you already got it. I know th- th- it's a little bit dangerous to use that sort of advice, but when there's some days where I truly felt really upset and very critical about my own experiences at Columbia, those were just going to my mind. They're like, Bilal, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, you know, it's all right for you to feel how you're feeling right now. But the next day or the next week or the next month, we know that Sassy Bilal is coming back and that Sassy Bilal is going to hold those heels. They're walking down with sass, power, and words of articulation that nobody else is going to master. Nobody else is going to walk the sort of catwalk like you are going to do it. And honestly, it, it really helps. Like, even like when, it, even like when I'm talking to some of my relatives, you know, who are just, you know, you just get really anxiety just by talking with them. It's just like, you know, blah, like, you're here for a reason. If, if, you know, this or institution of whatever place is trying to cut you off, it's their loss. It's never your loss. It's their loss. They're losing out on who you are. They're losing out on your own beautiful 
awesome, just great energy that you have, it's their loss. And that's it. You know, why do you have to lament over it? Because if they cut you off, oops, they're not going to get your energy. Simple as that. All righty. And with that, we have concluded. This is the end of the five-part miniseries, A Fly Story. I hope that you were able to listen to it through and through. If you were not, I hope that whatever episode you did ended up listening to, you actually enjoyed. I'm always down for feedback. I'm always down for any kind of conversation around this because I feel like this is just a cool thing to talk about regardless of who who it is I'm talking to. I do have a tendency to talk a lot, so keep that in mind when you're reaching out. There's not much more I can add, I feel, at least not at this point in time. So I'm just going to say thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, to be present, to absorb as much as you possibly could. I feel like a lot of what people said, I have to listen to it more than once to kind of really get at the root of what they're saying. And I think that's just going to be me. Anytime, every time I listen to it over, it's like a new thing comes up and I'm just like, oh, wow, that's something I didn't think about. Regardless, though, I want to say thank you. Thank you a million times over. I want to thank every single individual who participated in this fly project that we have on our campus, whether it be the video project, whether it be the art, whether it be the written pieces, whether it be this audio portion that I've just posted. Thank you to every single individual who's participated and who's helped craft this project as it is. I am excited to say that this is something that I have worked with and worked towards and it's it's been a journey. Nonetheless, I'm just glad that we've reached the end visual. I cannot say thank you enough, honestly. I I mean, I could sound redundant, but I don't think I can thank everyone enough for taking the time. Like literally we were during COVID, we had to do, like everything was virtual as you know, and you can hear from the audio. So it's just been a fun time to just catch up with everybody and just hear their stories. Like that, that has been the joy of a lot of what my quarantine was like. Just being able to talk to people and reach out and communicate and connect. That was really cool. So I hope that's what you continue doing as well. Connecting with the individuals that surround you and listening to their stories. Because that's all I can promote around here. Apparently, listen to people's stories. You never know what you're going to learn. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I know I've said it a million times. I'll say it a million more. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to email me at hsweetchats or follow along with this journey on Instagram at hsweetchats. And I'll probably also post on Instagram whether or not it's going to be a website. So definitely if you have one, check it out because the website information will be up there. I will chat with you all later. Peace. Peace.